There's an essential element to leadership that we don't often talk about, failing. Failure is inevitable and it's essential to success. As church communicators, we all experience setbacks, challenges, and even failures along the way. However, it's how we respond and grow from those moments that shape our ministries for the better. We can learn to turn failures into opportunities to move forward with more success. In today's episode, we'll talk about embracing failure as a learning opportunity for you and your church. Well, hey there, Church Communicator. Welcome back to the Church Juice Podcast, where we are energizing church communications one 20-minute episode at a time. Whatever your title or role is at your church, this show is designed to give you the marketing and communication tools, resources, and even community that you need to be successful. I'm Brian Haley. I'm the producer of Church Juice, and I'm joined, as always, again, by my awesome co-host, Jeanette Yates. Hey, Jeanette, how are you? Welcome back. Hey, We had an incredible few episodes with Brandy the last few episodes. I don't even remember how many, but it's always good to have you back. Always good to have my partner in crime here on the podcast. So glad that you're here. Glad that we're talking about failure today. And me too. I love it. I, you know, it's (laughs) one of those things that I've learned to embrace, I suppose. Nobody likes talking about it naturally, but, but there are so many good things that we can learn from failing and from failure. And it starts with really, I think, redefining what we think about failure and how we think about failing. And in ministry, failure can look a lot of different ways. It may not be a multi-million dollar marketing, you know, failure or something like that. But even in communications, uh, there are tons of opportunities for us to, to grow and to be successful. And so part of growing and part of being successful is being able to identify and learn from our failures. So I'm excited about today's topic. Me too. And, you know, when you were talking about like, not every failure is one of those like (laughs) epic, very expensive failures, but I did have a time when I was working for my church that I was so excited about the free hot dog dinner that we were having as part of our fall festival. I, and all of our community promotions, I talked about the (laughs) free hot dog dinner. We were going to have it. I had this whole thing in my head. Mr. Joe was going to be grilling hot dogs. We were going to have all the fixings. You should come. Guess what, Brian? There was no hot dog dinner. It wasn't a thing. I made it up in my brain. I confused the fall festival with some other thing that we did in my, and so anyway, I had to fix that. All right. But it was, it was a pretty, it was a funny failure (laughs) and it could have been very expensive, but luckily I reined it in. How long did that go before anyone caught it? Well, you can tell how much the actual staff re- reads the. Yeah, that that's the one way to find out. out. Yep. But I mentioned it in staff meeting about, you know, I said something about it and they were like, Jeanette, that's not for this. event." <laughs> yeah. So I had to like reach out to all of our, you know, publications yeah. and then send a couple of emails that were like, my bad. <laughs> yeah. But what I did was embraced it instead of just trying to pretend like I didn't make a mistake. Right. I could not do that. Right. Like that was not an option. <laughs> I had to just say, hey, you know, I was so excited about this that I jumped ahead. You know, we're going to have hot dogs at this thing, but for this, you know, and it ended up being a good learning experience for me. So I am glad that we're talking about this today. Well, yeah. And, you know, I think that's really a great part place to start because one of the ways that we can redefine how we think about failure is really to see when we fail as learning opportunities or or ways for us to to grow in our leadership in our you know professional skills personal interpersonal skills all of that 
but often we're so afraid to to talk about or to own up to when we make a mistake mm-hmm. that it we just sweep it under the rug. But really, if we learn from our failure and we fail forward right. with you know making those mistakes and messing up and all of those things, then we're growing and we're learning, and that's a good skill that we can all you know continue to develop. So. Um, So I think that's, you know, I think that's a really great place to start. And I would also say that as we kind of redefine what we think about failure or how we think about failure, another thing that I see as important is remembering that failure is not final, that it is one, you know, one piece of success, really. Like if you read any book on leadership or on failure or any article, anything, you know that failure is always leading to, well, not always leading to success, but success happens because of failures first. And so we can point to like tons of examples of that, right? Okay. I heard this new, we've all heard like the, you know, how many free throws that you missed before you, you know, we've heard famous sports analogies and famous stories, but I heard this the other day that I did not know formula 409, you know, the cleaner. Okay. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? I don't know if it's as popular as it was back in the eighties when I was (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> having to clean my house. Like all the, the bathroom and the kitchen cleaner and stuff, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's like a bathroom kitchen. Yeah. Cleaner. Okay. Formula 409 is named that because formulas one through 408 did not work. That's a lot. A lot that's of a testing. Lot. Yes. Okay. So that's, you know, a great example of failure, failure, failure leading to success. But to your point, moving forward, I would add one more thing about failure too, is that you can fail at a task. So a task, you know, you're a task or, an, uh, you know, you promote something that is, doesn't exist, whatever. That is a failure. You're not a failure. Something that you are trying to do did not work. That is the failure, not you. And so I think a lot of times if we're not, if we're attaching our ourselves and our value to that, to our ministry, mm-hmm. to our emails, to our website, to all that thing, right, we will that's a little bit harder to deal with failure. But if we can just know, oh, that was a thing that failed. I'm not a failure. Oh. So, And it's really so I have a five year old who's trying to learn how to ride a bike. And obviously this is like everyone gives us example. Right. But I've realized that my daughter instinctively, like if she falls or she, you know, fails at riding a bike, that is her identity. And so separating yeah. the two and figuring out how to separate the two has been a challenge for me as well, trying to like reinforce her that just because she fell doesn't make her a failure and that we get up and we try again. Right. Yeah. And I think that, you know, there's so much that we can learn from our failures too. But the first thing that we really need to do in order to be able to learn from our failures is to be able to take responsibility for those. So first of all, not every failure is your fault. Even if you are the leader of a project or campaign or ministry, whatever, there's a whole spectrum of ways that that lead to failure. And that could be one person deviating from, you know, what is expected or what's what the process is that leads to failure. And that may or may not be you, but it could also be, hey, we're testing out new things like that's on the completely other end of this spectrum. So learning to take responsibility for your actions, for where you could have done things differently and simultaneously not passing the blame on others. That's one way that we can, you know, just a small thing, but it's so huge in how we learn from failing and learn to grow in the discipleship of of our growth too. And so I think that, you know, if we're going to, to learn from our failures, we need to learn how to talk about it 
We need to learn how to take responsibility for where we have messed up or where we may maybe see that failure is going to happen. Or, you know, maybe it's not a catastrophic failure right now, but we can see that things aren't leading up to the expected outcome. And that's where we'll talk a little bit about how this, how to incorporate this into communications a little bit later. But um, I think that's so important to get started too. Agreed. And I think it's easier if you're not assigning you know, your worth to that thing, Absolutely. right? It's right. easier to take responsibility when it's not, you know, a character flaw. Right. You know, I think another way that we learn from failure is to actually observe other people's failures too. I think, you know, we, we look at like Pinterest fails or YouTube fails or all of these things that, you know, people trying to make cakes that look nothing like the, the, Pinterest picture or whatever, right? But one of the ways that we learn how to do things well or do things better is by learning at and looking at ways to not do something. So I was reading an article as we were preparing for this, and it was talking about like learning to ski, snow ski. You know, you're going to learn how to ski for the first time a little bit better if you watch videos on YouTube about how, uh, you know, mistakes to avoid, or if you're learning to play a sport, same thing, or learning a new skill. What should you avoid doing? Those are all ways that we can learn from other failures, right? I'm just laughing because I remember my first time skiing and my husband said, stopped me midway down the mountain, told me to take off my skis and we were going to walk down. Like that's how bad I was. <laughs> but I learned, you know, that that's, was a, a failing yeah. time. That could be a whole different episode about <laughs> what I learned from that failure. But the bottom line is, yes, I did, you know, I probably could have stood to watch a few videos <laughs> is my point. Yeah, right. I had no idea. <laughs> And as we observe other failures, it also brings into this kind of corporate mentality or and by that, I mean, like team mentality, not business, but a collective mentality of learning from each other and talking about failures and really creating this culture of trying new things, being mm-hmm. OK with when things don't go the way that we planned all the time, because that's going to happen and creating this culture where we are learning from the experience itself. And that really starts with. You know, like I talked about a couple minutes ago, or like we discussed, uh, taking responsibility for our failures or where we messed up or where we see things kind of went awry, observing other people's failures, but creating this culture where we can learn from and take the opportunity to learn from each other and try new things. Um, yes, you're going to see failure, but you're going to see greater success. You're going to see greater buy-in when you do that to uh-huh. greater ownership from your team, volunteers, staff, whatever that looks like. So in your position in your church, you may not be you know, the senior pastor. Maybe you are. You may not be a person in charge of a huge team of people on staff, but whatever your role is, you are a leader. And as you build your volunteer team, building this culture of being okay to try things, try new things. Mm-hmm. And being okay with talking about what we can learn and how we can grow from those experiences is a great way to learn from failure, to grow together, and to grow not just empathy, but also this this culture of actually caring and feeling like we are a part of something. And that's something that you can do regardless of what your role is at your church. You know, we have something where I work. Uh, we, we use Slack to communicate as a team because we're all over the place in the world. And we have lots of channels, but we have two. One is called Crushed It. 
um, where we get to hype or, or celebrate other members of the team when they've done something really well, when they've had a great success. But then we have another channel called Muffed It. I guess that's like a sports term or something. My boss <laughs> named it. Um, now, you're not allowed to tell point out someone else's mistake, but we are encouraged to point out our own that's mistakes, awesome. our own failures. And then typically what happens, because we have this team, this this culture of you know, talking about this kind of stuff openly is we say, this is what I did totally screwed up here. This is what I did, but next time I'm going to blank and either, you know, or sometimes we don't have an answer, but someone else will come in and say, that's okay. One time I did this and this is how I, you know, solved that yeah. problem or something. So it's a really great way to have that, you know, we strive for excellence. We strive for success but failures are going to happen. But talking about them as part as a team is really great. And I've heard some um, families and some churches do like, tell me one thing you failed at today. Yep. The question they ask. And I think that's a good way to just normalize failing. Yeah. I think we talk about celebrating a lot or like celebrating wins and things like that. But we don't always talk about discussing the failures that happen to and normalizing that because they happen and they happen daily. Like you were just saying, like, at the family table, talk about, or the dinner table, talk about, you know, what was, what was your failure today or what did you fail at? I think that's awesome. That's a great idea. As we talk about failure, we are obviously a podcast about church communications. We're all about church communications. Um, so we talked a little bit about how to incorporate this into your team and building that culture, but there are other ways that I think learning from failure really relates directly to our role in church communications. And one of that is to simply try new ways to communicate. You know, if you're building a culture of trying new things, that's awesome. And whether that's you or it's a whole team, volunteers, whatever, try new ways to communicate. And I don't mean, and we talk about this a lot, right, Jeanette? Like, I don't mean right. trying the newest and hottest and most popular trend that's happening today right. or this week or this month or this year, but being intentional. And maybe that even means trying to remove a method of communication because most yes. churches I talk to are communicating too many platforms or too many mediums. And so cutting something or trying to cut something is okay. Nobody uses the carrier pigeon right. anymore. Like right. we've all gotten rid of that. <laughs> Maybe we should bring it back. I don't know. But we all, you know, in the grand scheme of things, like you're talking about big picture, this idea of like looking at the big picture, this concept of like, we've all, you know, there's new things that come on that help you be more efficient and effective. There's also things you can get rid of that doesn't make you, you know, but when you try new things that often is, you know, sometimes it's like, we don't want to try new things because we might stink at it. Right. But you have to have a big picture in mind, right? So yeah. so if you're adding something or removing something from the way that you communicate, there should be something in your plan about what means success for this. So, so don't just try a new social media platform for a week and realize, hey, we don't, we have two followers and it's our pastor and me, and then bail on it, but have a long-term plan because any sort of failure, any sort of win comes with long-term, you know, long-term vision, long-term planning. And so you need to have ways to measure success, define what success is and how you're going to measure it, monitor the progress. And if you see, you know, red flags popping up as you try something new, then mention it, talk about it, talk about it with your team. Maybe you can collectively, creatively 
brainstorm new ways to get to you know what you have defined as success. But being able to try new things, yeah, you're going to fail, but that's okay. And that's how we get to greater success. That's how we get to communicate, connect with people in a greater way is when we try new things. If we're just doing the same old thing over and over and expecting different results, that's never going to happen. As communications leaders, we need to be trying new ways to communicate, always reinventing how we are communicating in a way that is sustainable, but also is creative and collective as you build your team too. So those are some ways that we think you can learn from failure, normalize failure. I love that you mentioned normalizing failure. That's such yes. a great thing. But also to really to, to lead your team well, to think through failure and accept it, to celebrate it just like you're celebrating wins, learn from it, grow together, grow forward together, and define success. Um, I think those are some great ways that we can in church communications and church leadership in general, that we can learn from failure, that we can grow that we can be more effective in how we are communicating, how we are connecting with people in our church and in our community. I think failure should be normalized because I do it so well. I just want everyone else to be like, yeah, failure is the new success. (laughs) I was thinking about this too, as I was just writing uh, some of our notes for this episode is, I don't, do you do the Enneagram? I have done it, but I couldn't tell you what I am. Okay. So I don't know much about it, but my wife is kind of into it. So I'm an Enneagram one, which means apparently that I am very self-critical, which is absolutely true. And so one of the things that I've learned and tried to grow over the last few years is really recognizing where I am being overly self-critical, especially of my failures um, and practicing self-compassion or like giving myself some, some mercy and not projecting that onto other people either. As I think about failure and how, how I can grow through failure and grow forward through failure is really, that's one element of it, I think, is like being less hard on myself, accepting where I failed and recognizing that, but being less hard on myself and seeing those as opportunities for growth and how to how to move forward. Um, and so I think that's just another like small nugget and element to failure because we're so afraid about failure, so afraid about talking about it and owning up to it a lot of times, but it really is such a normal part of life. And everybody fails, small or big, like we all fail. Uh, we all fail daily, right? We're also all sinners, so there in itself is failure. Yeah, so that was just kind of a, a random rant that we'll end on. Well, hey, thank you for taking time out of your busy day to listen to the Church Juice podcast. But really, listening is just the start, and we know that. So if you would like to take today's topic of failure to the next level, not your failure to the next level, but take the topic, the discussion, to the next level. If you'd like to hear from other church communicators, head over to our Facebook group. You can find a link to the group along with all of today's show notes at churchjuice.com slash podcast. The Church Juice podcast is a listener-supported production of Reframe Ministries, a family of programs designed to help you see your whole life reframed by God's gospel story. Church Juice is produced by Brian Haley with post-production by Minimal Media Company in Grand Rapids, Michigan. For more information about Church Juice, visit churchjuice.com. For information on Reframe Ministries and our family of programs, visit reframeministries.org.